Quantum Weights. I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. We have guests. We have guests. Welcome back, Jonathan and Meredith. What's up, everybody? Hello. The Howells are yes. here. Yes, we're wearing pants. Yes, we're eating sushi. It is a Gilmore <laughs> Girl night. <laughs> I know. Right, I should so- have like a bunch of pizza bites and uh, like stacks of Pop-Tarts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have my coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee. <laughs> so uh, we have ourselves another Daniel Palladino classic to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Uh, it is summer in Stars Hollow. And uh, well, I guess we could just kind of start here. Um, I mean, actually, I do want to ask uh, you guys. Um, I'm not sure if you've been watching along, but did you have any like thoughts about uh, um, winter and spring <laughs> that that maybe you wanted to get off your chest, or uh, or or perhaps uh, maybe you haven't rewatched it recently? <laughs> I am, and it happens in this episode, and we can talk about it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. I am sincerely sad every time they bring up their, their dad. Yeah. Yeah. I am sincerely, even now, all these years later, because he hadn't died that recently. I mean, he died recently when they did the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sincerely sad that I, I'm actually glad because Summer's the first episode where they're not really dealing with it anymore. Like it's kind of all over. Right. Because they were kind of still dealing with, I mean, they weren't dealing with it, but they were. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it wasn't in the show. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't have him die off screen. Yeah, I was waiting for that to happen towards the end of the, the last season, but um, it, it it didn't happen, um, which is good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only thing that uh, that's. I mean, I I'm having a hard time thinking of other things that have been emotionally. I, I've been I've been invested in it all is the the grieving Richard Richard. Um, I mean, yeah, some he's... of the Lorelai and Emily stuff is is good, but I almost feel like it's just kind of like let's just bring this back all up again for drama, not because it makes any sense at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Richard's character does like his, his character was so it, it looms over the show. Yeah. His, his, his character, his but giant yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what my husband said. Like at the end of winter, he was like, they brought the show back for this. <laughs> this is what they brought it back. They had the opportunity to do, you know, whatever they wanted to do when they did this. He said, when, when's Rory, Rory's going to start shooting heroin by the end of this? It's like. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get into this and maybe more stuff will come up as we talk. Um, well, hey, Rory's back. She's Everybody, back. Rory's yeah. back. She's not back. not back. She's not back. She's back. <laughs> hey, did you know there's a uh, municipal pool in uh, Stars Hall? Um it, it's been there really the, nice too. <laughs> it's been there the yeah. entire time. <laughs> and only children swim there. <laughs> All right. Meredith has a lot of hot takes on this uh, swimming pool scene. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. And this is a Daniel Palladino sort of thing. The fat shaming. I really have an issue Ooh. with the fat shaming because, you know, yes, those two are snarky. And we love them for the snark, but they very rarely go into physical appearance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is that how you would talk about Suki if she was walking past in a bathing suit? Uh-huh. It it was it was gross, and there was no reason for it. Like that whole opening scene would have functioned just fine without those jokes. 
Or if the joke was that they don't like seeing their townspeople friends without their shirts on. Like if it was all the townspeople, like, so we joke when we go to, um, we used to like, you know, when the world was different, we used to go to resorts in Mexico and our joke was, it was weird that evening to see people clothed. Like it took us out (laughs) of our (laughs) element. So, but this was the reverse. It would be like, you know, it's just weird seeing, you know, make a tailor joke, tailor in a, you know, in a bathing gown. Yeah. Or or something would have been funnier. Or he wears like an old timey. Yeah, with the cap swimsuit. and the you know the full like one piece top. But the I don't like that they did that. Yeah. Especially with like fat, fat yeah. guy, fat guy in speedo walking by. It's like, yeah. why? Yeah. Back yeah. fat pat. Yeah, it was all bad. It wasn't funny. It yeah. took you out of the scene, and it just made them look like. Two. Also, why would they be there? Like they were, they already there and bitching yeah. about it. It's like, well, then why are you, why there? Are you there? Two Go little home. vultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it it, it kind of calls back to their people watching they they've done before, but this was just like uh, I don't know. People is it because like, there was a giant sign that said "summer" and they needed to promote summer because of the sign? Summer. Yeah, but everything else, I mean, the tool shed thing was funny. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Luke would have sponsored it and taken great pride in it. What's wrong with the tool shed? What's wrong with the pool? What's wrong with the pool floating shed? That's fine. We get uh, a little bit of um, Lane, you know, talking about Stephen Kwan. Mm-hmm. That's That was nice. So you didn't need it. It was not needed, and it was just ugly. Yep. Yeah, the very first – the first guy that walks by, uh, I was – I I mean, I have a gut that kind of hangs low, and every single time I see another guy – who just is not conscious at all that his gut is hanging below his shirt. I'm always like, come on, dude, get it together over there. <laughs> you know? Uh, so the first one that went by, I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden it was, uh, uh, they were even shaming this girl for wearing a bikini and just being like, oh yep. God, just go naked. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's definitely gross. And then, mm-hmm. and then the Pat thing. Yeah. But, um, is think- back fat Pat a guy or a girl? It's a guy. I'm assuming he's mm-hmm. a guy because he doesn't have a shirt mm-hmm. on. Um, but when they said it's Pat, I was immediately like, oh, they're trying to make it seem like uh, it's somebody they can't determine the sex of. And I was like, oh, God, this is getting worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, well, they made jokes in both scenes where, at, where they're at the pool about Pat, back, back fat Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right, so after the first pool scene, um, we go to Lorelai's and we see April again. April is here. She's 22. She's got a hole punched in her nose. <laughs> uh, she's into uh, legalizing pot. <laughs> Still has a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk about civil, that? You talk about, about back fat pat. Why don't, they, why don't they make fun of April, uh, you know, lift? Yeah. They make fun of back fat pat. She you, can't April? control that. <laughs> You're 22 years old. We should have gotten you speech therapy at this point. I know Luke wasn't your father for half of your life, but Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm sure that poor actress has worked her entire career to get rid of that. You burn. Yeah, I I wonder if it's something that she does for the character. Or I've never seen her Mm. in anything else. I don't know. I've never seen anything else either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why. I was was excited – that uh, Lorelai was trying to get Luke into watching uh, The Returned because I, I freaking loved that show. Yeah, <laughs> the, the this, is such, this is so dated. Like, I remember that. 
watching the return, watching the American version, be disappointed by the American yeah. version. <laughs> this is dated because they make a Hamilton re- re- reference too later. Yep. Yes. I definitely feel for Luke the the whole thing where he can't stay awake and all of a sudden he's you know it sucks when you when it's the next day you're like oh I got this show watched and then you're like no actually I fell asleep halfway through and I don't remember anything so we yes. watch it all over again. All right, because- well that's me on Fargo. Uh, just recently, <laughs> oh my gosh. I started watching Fargo. Yeah, and Robin may know this, but I started watching it. And I was watching the second season. I've already watched. I know I've watched the first season. Mm-hmm. Three episodes into the second season, I'm like. He's about to get out of that car, and that guy's going to shoot him. And it happens, and I'm like, I've seen this. And I'm like, have I seen this? And I keep going forward and forward, and I get to the end. I'm like, there's a spaceship. There's a spaceship. And I'm like, I've seen this. I've seen this whole season. Then I start. I go to season three, and I start the first one. I'm like, awesome. I've seen it. I'm going to start season three. I go, shit, I've seen this. (laughs) I'm like, when did I watch these that I know who these characters are? That's yeah, where I actually, am right now. I'm, I'm trying to find the part of Fargo I haven't seen yet. Haven't gotten there yet. It's very time-consuming for you to do that. <laughs> I have to watch like 20 minutes of a, an hour-long episode to mm-hmm. figure out that I've seen it. I don't know what's happening. Uh, so, yeah, meanwhile, April gets uh, Rory in the room, and she admits she did smoke pot only once. And, uh, and then it made her eat so much cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts getting into a panic attack, and she just got um, – Oh, yeah, the Noam Chomsky joke. Yeah, because she goes to MIT, and she's been around Noam Chomsky, and they know each other. And then she, like, admits in the bedroom with Rory that she doesn't have it together. (laughs) She's, like, falling apart. (laughs) She didn't meet him, and she has anxiety. I had this question with Meredith, because it it seems like it's not just anxiety. They've said, let's just put April on the spectrum. It's a lot funnier. And it's like, again, Daniel – what are you doing to this character? She was a smart kid who yes. got pop culture references, and now yeah. she doesn't get jokes anymore. <laughs> I'm like, no. She's like, I'm trying to grow a sense of humor. You had one. You had a wry <laughs> yeah. sense of humor because yeah. you were raised by a single mom. Yeah. Kind of like you're an alternate Gilmore girl. Right, and she was active. She swam. She made jewelry. Mm-hmm. She was like – Yeah, they, and the, on the show, she was not – and now they're like they're – like, they've sheldoned her. From Big Bang Theory, like where she has problems sitting down for long periods of time. And, you know, yeah. I was like, like, what are you doing, Daniel? You're creating things in her that are – she got her nose pierced. Someone without a sense of humor would not do that. <laughs> I mean, it's it, – as because it's, it's kind of like a, hey, I'm going to go do this. That means you understand a lot of different things on different levels. Yeah. It, it was, I, don't, I didn't like what they, he did to her because, again, she's not in it that much. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing. It's like they've, they kind of like, like – there's nothing else that goes – she has this huge panic attack and we don't touch, touch base back with – like, nope. so what was the reason? Why did we get to that? Why did yeah, we, we done with her? Is that it? No, is that, is that, that well, was no, her scene? Also, also, what it leads to is um, – she wants to go to Germany, and Luke's going to pay for it, and Lorelai volunteers to chip in. He was like, no, she's mine. Yeah. She's it's, my it's responsibility. Again. Also, what uh, happened to Rory's Anna? Yours. He's like, oh, guess who's paying for it? Like, who else would? I'm like, uh, Anna? She's the mom? <laughs> what are you no. talking about? Where did she go? What's, what's the story it's, there? Nothing. It's so it's so terrible that Anna and Mr. Gilmore were in the same car and had a car wreck together. <laughs> and that's no one ever talks about it. He had a heart attack, yeah, yeah. But he also was in a car when it happened. Yeah. So he killed another person. <laughs> it was Anna. <laughs> you didn't know this? This oh, is all the subtext. 
Okay. Yeah, and again, it's like it's been how many years since that whole April argument between Luke and Lorelai, and we're still at no, no, that she is my deal. I got her. I'm like, yeah, I thought we'd have gotten to pass that. And 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 I've heard the criticism before that the the Paladinos ignored season seven, mm-hmm. uh, you know, consciously. So is this like an example of it? Like, <laughs> like there was. They they did make up and they did get some sort of peace over how Luke handled that April thing, and now they didn't. And it's been like a decade later, <laughs> like they haven't talked about it at all. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, if they, if there was an easy way to show growth to be like, "Hey, April wants to go to Germany. Oh, does she need money? We can take it out of that joint fund that we established for yeah. the kids' educational costs." <laughs> I mean. They've been together for a long time now. <laughs> they would have – it's like they they don't have new problems. They just still have these old sure. wounds. And it's almost like they skipped over 10 years <laughs> and just made a reunion show and had the husband of the really good writer write one of the episodes and he didn't <laughs> put in the work. I mean uh, there, are some points, there are some points in this where I do tear up in this episode. Yeah. Okay. But it's he, not because of his writing. He does – you know, and so I, I noticed this throughout the series too – He's really good when he punches things up. So he, you know, he's really good with punching up a joke. He's really yeah. good at finding the humor in things. Um, what he's not good at is being consistent with the characters. So she's the George R. R. Martin, and he's the, the David and David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ben off and Benny yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's them because they can't you know, give them one season to themselves and they just shit the bed. <laughs> right. And you see ah, the- we have no, we have nothing that we can punch up. Ah. You can see the same thing in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You can tell when Daniel Paladino's had a hand in it. Yeah, you can almost tell which jokes are his. See, once because when someone walks by, they go, "Hey, Tubby." Yep. <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, that came out of nowhere! I didn't even see that coming." So uh, later on, Rory is calling Logan, and it turns out that she she's trying to come soon because she's kind of wants to get out of the town. She wants to come see Logan sooner, but it turns out that um, Odette has moved in, and uh, and he'd be putting her in a hotel uh, for if she's uh, going to come early. A hotel. <laughs> Does she? Okay, so where where I got confused in this? Yes, you did. Did Rory know before shacking up with him that he was engaged? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When when uh, Huntsberger. You know, mentioned it at lunch. We were all shocked, and then we were shocked that Rory wasn't. She didn't flinch. Yeah. She knew all about it. Yep. So, what do you guys think about this uh, this plot here? <laughs> the- I have a real problem with infidelity in TV shows. Me too. Me too. Me too. I do not enjoy. <laughs> it. I do not like it's it. Not I don't good. like it. <laughs> it's not on the table. It's as a plot device, I find it weak, and it happens in uh, Meredith's other favorite show, Sex and the City, <laughs> in Sex and the City 2, the movie, or was it 3? No, 2. There's only been 2, right, right so right. far. There's going to be a third. God, help us. <laughs> uh, but in the second movie, well, one, I've seen both of them ripping drunk. Yes. Just ripped off my gourd, because it's the only way I can see those movies. <laughs> but the second one, I'm sitting there and at the beginning of the movie, and I've got a slushy that I have poured a box of sangria into. 
And so as this episode, this is the first movie. Maybe by it's the, the first one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Movie. They're they're going on this little live, laugh, learn trip to Saudi Arabia. Oh, that is too. I yeah. thought you were you were talking about and the point the, is Steve thing. The, I am going to bring up the Steve okay. thing. And and the Steve thing. Steve cheats on Miranda, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, yeah, that's not that's not the character you wrote for as many seasons as that stupid show was on. And unfortunately, I've also seen that. So if you guys ever want to do a podcast on Sex and the City, we've both seen it. I've seen all the episodes. I'm good. I've seen, I saw Barishnikov hit him, hit her. I'm on Barishnikov's side. I, I think what? I think you should hit. Uh, I'm anti-Carrie the whole way. I hate Carrie. She's the worst. She's the yeah. Rory. Uh, your, your hot take is so funny. In the middle, he'll be quiet throughout the entire episode, and then he'll go, Carrie's the worst friend ever. There, I said it. And well, then, she's like, like Rory. She's the worst. She's else. just the worst. Yeah. She's, anyway, my point is that they in in these in these type of things after the the series wraps, they come back to like we need something. Yeah. How do we get Logan at the episode? You could just have him show up and them have some sort of like fling real quick, but it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No, he's got to be engaged, and I've got to be sleeping with him on the side. Yeah. Also, yeah. she's got Bro. a boyfriend that she is constantly like forgetting about too. Yep. Also, let's not forget, Rory has cheated with a married man before. So it's yeah. really in her. It's, That's it's, her wheelhouse. It is her wheelhouse. <laughs> but putting it in this, I think, was didn't serve the purpose that it was supposed to. No. Uh, unless your purpose was to show she's a big fucking mess. Or she sucks still, even I 10 mean, years later. But even like she's written one good article, essentially, she's still trying to live off of one article that she wrote for The New Yorker. How I Slept with Superman. And can't get any... <laughs> Can't get any traction. Yeah. Uh, Which is what? Yep. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. I'm moving on to the town meeting. <laughs> Thank and, you. That's the best part. And we got Gypsy and Bootsy and Carol King's there. <laughs> and in the front row. And who? Tom. Tom. Tom the handyman. See, I don't. I Famously don't. known for being on Star oh. Trek. I have his signed card from Star Trek downstairs. Oh, I love Tom. I didn't even realize he was there did he have yeah he's also in that he's also in the circle later when they're talking about the the Uh, he's the best with his like asides when was it when they were doing the dragonfly in and lorelei's like you do it i'll love you like a you know like a two dollar whore and he's like the wife will be pleased to hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and my favorite is the uh what the over 30 gang yes the 30 something gang yeah 30 something something they're very sensitive they're my favorites they're my new favorites (laughs) they're very sensitive they're just like putting their hands over their ears and Uh, and and that is a thing i mean it is a thing let's let's talk about our feelings about that uh about this stigma at the time i mean this only came out what five years ago four not that long ago but there was still a stigma i don't think today i mean i'm still i'm sure there is still a stigma everywhere about Uh, yeah you you hear yeah, yeah, the the millennials. Oh, they're so lazy. Oh, they're so sensitive. Oh, the the uh, participation trophy generation. They need to go home because they literally weren't told they were the best and they can't handle the real world. And I'm always like, now nowadays I'm like, yeah, it's fine if you go home. I mean, I do I want my kids to do that? No. Mm. If they do it, fine. I think it's one of those things that we've all kind of come to, like especially with the economy. You're just like. Okay, yeah, I I don't think it's a big deal. It, now, if they're a thirty something, I love the, the way they explain. It. They're like these thirty somethings came into town and they're now living here again. And they, their moms and dads have resume swapping things yeah. where they talk about. It's just like <laughs> you're not going to get a job in Stars Hollow, kids. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I think it is a, a it is it does have to do with the economy. You know, they don't want to pay three thousand dollars a month for a crappy apartment. Sure. But also, like us, our parents were on our asses constantly and made our lives miserable until we moved out. <laughs> but they're. And I'm going to repeat and, the same thing. They're happy and comfortable <laughs> at home, so you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We 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 have totally. Our daughter, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> We've told her a gazillion times, do whatever you want. Uh, yeah. I so mean, I think it's interesting because it does show, like, she, Rory thinks she's not part of that. Right. Oh, she yeah. She so is she's part of that. Better than they <laughs> She are. has failed at her yeah, career. Yeah, she's failed. She had to return home. Mm-hmm. She's in constant denial about what her place is and how to, you know, she's fallen down and has no idea how to get up. Uh, also, uh, they got a- the AC going in his daddy's <laughs> studio, and it sounds like the smoke monster. Yes, yeah. but bits, bits aren't sticking together. That's what scares the thirty crowd, the thirty over thirty gang. <laughs> I like uh, I like Luke and Bootsy going back and forth over how much Luke is attached to the floaty hut. What's wrong with the floaty hut? Has something happened to it? Why don't you two get a room? <laughs> I hear your children are going to be beautiful. <laughs> I love Bootsy. Bootsy's always been great. It's like, what does Bootsy What does Bootsy Bootsy's do? Bootsy's dead. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He just recently died. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he was also on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What does he do? What did he do on the show? Like, what was Bootsy's Bootsy job? He was the newsstand guy. Was that Bootsy? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew owns the bookstore. Bootsy owns the newsstand. Yeah, because he and Andrew confused me sometimes because yeah. they're, they're together a lot. Mm. All right. So Taylor uh, announces that the Stars Hollow is going to have its own musical. Taylor has written it, but they got a guy from Brooklyn composing and directing. His name oh, is yeah. Nat Compton. He, he lived, he in, lived Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, and yet, this is a joke that didn't really work for me. Like, they had to have some sort of payoff to it, but it was just constantly the camera would go to this Nat Compton guy, and he'd just be sitting there looking miserable. And that would be it. And they just do it over and over again. And it's like, okay, is he going to say anything really? Or is he going to like mention like how, because you know, you get the idea that Taylor is just beat him into submission <laughs> and you know, and he's probably, he's probably feeling much like, uh, much like Rory. <laughs> like this is where my life's led me to. Uh, but, uh, I, w- I was hoping there would be a little bit more to that, <laughs> but, um, are, are, wait, Robin, are you noticing the big shirts on Rory? No. Yes. She's wearing things that are voluminous that she normally doesn't wear. She's wearing Aunt Patty style clothes. Uh-huh. And, she, and I'm wondering if she was pregnant or becoming pregnant at that time. Well, she may have been really pregnant. Because yeah. when she walks, I was, thank you for bringing this up, Steph. Because when she walks to the, the uh, tailor to the paper later, mm-hmm. she's wearing this like flowing thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, she never wears stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, I bet she's just pregnant. They shot it well. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, because it's Rory. She doesn't ever wear anything that's not a, 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 you know, like a turtleneck or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you would notice that kind of thing. No, she had a son in the fall of 2015. Okay. And this came out 2016? Mm-hmm. I could okay. be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think it came out in 2016. Don't know. Uh, well, but she could, they could have shot it in 2015. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they could have. So anyway, the uh, Taylor is gets, this where uh, Taylor announces that the Gazette is 
Foden yep. because... 89 Bernie, years. Bernie Ronbottom is retiring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, immediately it's like, of course Rory's going to take over this Gazette. Okay. Yeah, she's like, nobody else is upset that the Gazette that has been running for 80-something years is closing. I know, but it's like this, it's like this now... Like, we hadn't heard anything about a Gazette in Gilmore nope. Girls. So why – like, this would have been so much better if there was some sort of paper talked about in in the show. Or they could have given her something more – I don't know. It just seems like they're making things well, up. Well, she never would have worked – yeah, she never would have worked for a Gazette back then because it would yeah. have been beneath her. Because she's mm-hmm. Precious Rory. Precious Rory works for the freaking <laughs> fake news things that – what's his <laughs> owns. That uh, Huntsberger, Mitchum. Uh, so anyway, we go back to the pool. We have the Southern Bells uh, mocking everybody, and now they have a couple of like nine-year-old boys. Uh, yeah, attending okay. To them. Why are they? What do they have on these kids? Are no they idea. paying them? How does the economy of Stars Hollow work? <laughs> <laughs> Bartering. I, I mean, I'm, later on, Rory's going to get a job that is free. <laughs> so it's like, what? How does it? No, she's like. Salary, she's like, I assume it's free. I was like, why would you assume that? Everyone else, there's some sort of hunter gatherer bartering system going on. I don't know, really know how. I don't, other than Gypsy, I don't know how anybody makes any money. Like, like Gypsy, I'm like, oh, and Taylor, and Taylor, and uh, Luke. Luke sells food, Taylor sells groceries, and Gypsy fixes your car. Those are three things that I know I would need. Everybody else, I have no idea what they do. And Gypsy admits that Lorelai's car has really bought her lots of her the nice things she has. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, that we see Michelle there. Michelle's uh, getting used to ch- being around children because of this off-screen Frederick we keep hearing about. Uh, uh, who may have so- bought a child. <laughs> I'll have to check. This yeah. is so disturbing to me that Michelle is being forced to be a parent I just feel like this is this is sad and tragic to me. <laughs> is this like another Jackson Sookie situation here? <laughs> it just makes me feel bad. It's a big joke that Michelle's going to have to take care of a baby now. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like... he should just be given a pig like Kirk was? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and it's just like the Lane thing. Like Lane was like given this these babies. Yeah. And she didn't want them. Yeah. Children like, are punishments, was... clearly. Yeah. On this show. Uh, after the, I mean, pool, that's the whole point of the entire show. Children are punishments. Yes. Yeah. Rory ruined Lorelai's life. Yes. And Lorelai ruined Emily's or yeah, was, at least is a subject of misery. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's not how it actually is, but that's how it sometimes is portrayed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after the pool, we go out into the town, uh, Lorelai and Rory being, uh, followed by her, their, uh, their little gentleman. Um, a little gentleman. <laughs> it was like Dewey and some other kid. Um, and then we we see the musical sign up going on, and my very first note is like, "Who is this woman? Why isn't Miss Patty there with Babette? This that would make total sense." And then I just realized, oh, like, oh I saw Miss Patty from afar in the first part, and she was super thin. And I was like, "Was that the same woman?" And mm-hmm. like, she looks so different. Uh, yeah. Now, but it, yeah, it is. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, is she? Was she only in the first episode? She was like they w- basically waved to her going by, and she was like across the street from where the scene was happening. So that's I, weird that she wasn't there. She's always at the meetings. Yeah. 
Especially, it's going to be a musical. You'd think that Miss Patty would be there. She'd be choreographing it. For sure. Um, You can definitely tell they shot this on a we're much more famous and or we have other shit going on schedule than before. Before, everyone was on Gilmore Girls. (laughs) And then afterwards, Miss Patty obviously went and has other things going on. And so did Suki and I write. I can't believe – well, I think uh, Sally Struthers probably didn't have – too much going on because she seems to be no. showing up a lot more in these. No, she has she has nothing. She's got that all in the family money. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm very surprised. You know, I, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm also very surprised because she was such a big part. Why Melissa McCarthy has not been in all three of these episodes? They tried. They, I mean, this was during that time wow. where Melissa McCarthy was on fire. Like, remember she, she was, was in Spy everywhere. and she was doing every movie. Yeah. So they actually thought that they were going to go through the whole thing. Like, and not get her at all. That was a very big possibility. And they were able to just find one day to have her come in. And, you know, what I love about her is she fits right in back into that character. And, um, but yeah, it was almost like they would just have to talk about her. Like now she'd have time. Now Now she'd have time. time. Well, everyone has time, but Mm -hmm. now she would have time. Like her career is not like, she literally did that whole we got to put out as many Melissa McCarthy being an asshole movies, being yeah. big, <laughs> big turd movies yeah. as we can. And they did that. And that's done. You know, yeah, I she bet, got her money. Yeah. I bet she and her husband had all these scripts like in, on the, you know, in their closet and they yeah. just brought them out and made movies. Spy, spy was very good. Spy is very I, good. I love Spy. Well, Spy's family. Spy, spy is hilarious. Spy is family. And, and Melissa McCarthy is Sean Spicer is a, uh, is genius. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think she was probably busy a lot with that, you know. And that's yeah. I mean, she and her husband are great, great, and I don't think that she was she was big dogging anybody. No, I think it was literally trying to find yeah. ten minutes for her to to shoot this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Miss Patty and Babette hit on some guy named Kevin, this you know hot guy, <laughs> and then they accused Lorelai of being a total clam jam, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> 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 and uh, we see uh, Claudia, the therapist, is now, I guess, they seem to imply that Lorelai and Emily have driven her so nuts that she's now trying out theater. Like, I think that was the joke. I don't know. Yeah. But she, she sounded really good when she went up to uh, audition. I guess she's uh, a Broadway person, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Baby she was kinky boots. Girls. <laughs> no, the other girl is kinky boots. <laughs> I know. No one is kinky boots, Robin. <laughs> okay. She was what cats. Is her name? Sarah Butler. Is that her name? Sure. Anyway, she's no in, she was in Beetlejuice. She was in Mean Girls. She was in, uh, I mean, so, so many, so many. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Rory's upset. The Gazette isn't covering this. Da, 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 da. We go to, we go to Dosey's and, uh, Rory tells Taylor that she wants the job and wait, oh, Keep going. Well, I just wanted to say that I love I love the joke where uh, um, Taylor's not paying attention, and the y- young kid speaks up and goes, "Khaleesi is speaking." <laughs> yeah, she told her kid to, to call her Khaleesi. Yeah, another another another, uh, get another reference to make sure we date this. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh yeah, because that's what at the uh, at the town meeting when they panned over to. The guy who lived in Brooklyn that's directing the play. Yeah. She said, give him a sword. Him, yeah, she's calling. He's a white walker. He's, he's needs a, a white, walker. he needs a sword. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Lor- 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 
Rory got a bachelor's in English from Yale, right? Yep. Correct. Well, here she says she has a degree in journalism from oh, Yale. Oh, is it a, is it journalism or is it English? It's, it's got to be journalism, yeah. right? Yeah. Or oh, maybe it's from the English department. Maybe journalism is under that because, like, I my degree was in film, but it was from the School of the Arts. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I got my degree was I don't know. Did was, she? Do we have it somewhere that she got it in English? Like I was thinking it was English. Because maybe a minor trivia, but because when she said she had a degree in journalism, I was like, "No, you don't." <laughs> yes, she does. She has a degree in journalism. Okay. Yep. Minor in English, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we're projecting. Uh, so yeah, Taylor brings her over to the Gazette, and we meet. We see her her, her huge staff, which is this, which is Esther and Charlie. Charlie can't, Esther's always oh. filing things. Filing. And Charlie's <laughs> falling asleep. <laughs> And we meet two new characters for no reason. We could you could have had more of the uh, Luke's daughter. You could have had more. There's so many yeah. other people you could have had. Rory needs somebody to. Oh, let's get Kirk in there or something. You know, or yeah. something. Or what, James? Boy, he was Kirk's related too. He wasn't in this one at all. No, he was busy. Uh, probably shooting into the galaxy. Probably, yeah. Probably uh, in London. At the Dragonfly, Michelle is giving lollipops to kids and trying to be charming and not creepy. Uh, <laughs> he then asks Lorelai out to dinner, so they go to the secret bar, which we heard about in the Yay. last Yay! Good. Another location that is... I love the secret bar. <laughs> Me too. This, it, this is great. Yeah. And the whole thing of Wood Taylor comes by, and the whole... It's <laughs> all <know>. amazing. <laughs> and then, the, of course, to get him to not look poo down the alley, have some street tough ride yep. around him just on a bike, to, just yes. to annoy him. Yep. Just to annoy him. And that that I do like uh, Lane and her husband doing the music. Like, that is... Isn't yeah. that right there? The one yeah. that's doing the... To me, that Play something is... more fast-paced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that they're jamming. I like that they're... You know, showing us that they still have a shared interest. Yeah, so, he looks yeah. terrible. He looks terrible. He looks terrible in this. Who's that? The, hu- the husband. Yeah. yeah. So he well, looks- you know, he's he's taking Lipitor. He's got high cholesterol. <laughs> yes. No, I mean the the actor. Yeah. He just looks. <laughs> he ragged. looks like somebody that like decided not to be in Hollywood anymore, yeah. <laughs> and then they got a phone call, and he's like, it's like, oh, they, it's like at some point when they bring back Joffrey, someday he will come yep. back and act. He'll just be like, man, I stopped doing this for a while, and I was kind of an asshole when I, I was. The point was, I was like the majorest asshole ever. It's just like, I don't Macaulay Culkin. You're like, that dude is not expecting work anytime soon. But when he gets it, he's so good. Yeah. I love all the Culkins. 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 (laughs) Culkins. They're all great. So they set up this whole thing where Michelle is that it's going to be time to leave. And, you know, you could give me, you know, find somebody to replace me. And, and he's right. She's giving him her pay. He's like, you can hire someone that works for less. Yeah. It does the same job. He's being very reasonable. He's, he's nothing, and he's never been reasonable in his entire no. thing. But I think it's great. I'm assuming that. I mean, th- that's the thing about setting these episodes uh, season to season, because so we're to assume that when the next episode comes on, that's not going to be a whole big goodbye Michelle thing. He's going to be already gone. Uh, was this his goodbye? I guess I'll have to find out. <laughs> I mean, just to, just so you know, every character you see that's a special character, I assume every time I see them, it's the last time I'm going to see them. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Miss Patty wasn't in this one, so it's like, will she be in the last one? Don't know. Um. So we go to the Gazette, and I love the whole thing. I mean, I was a huge Halt and Catch Fire 
fan. So uh, I love the fact that Rory is trying to figure out MS DOS, but only knows it. Yes. Comes watching home catch fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I, when Taylor Taylor comes in and is asking about the poem, yada yada yada. But I love when he leaves that that reoccurring joke you hear in the background. Someone yell yell five zero. He's leaving. Uh, uh, Lorelai comes in, they have a drink. She has three months to find a new Michelle and, uh, Paul calls. It's like that whole thing. Now it's like three quarters of two thirds of three, three quarters of a year. Yeah. Three quarters of a year later. She still hasn't dumped him. I just had to do math there. Um, so, uh, let's see, we go to, oh yeah. Luke is running the kitchen. For Burger Day and the Dragonfly and is super stressed out. And it's just like another kind of sore point between him and Lorelai. I guess that she has still has not hired somebody to replace Sookie. So Which is – that's crim- that's criminal at that point. <laughs> to not do that and make your whatever he is, uh, you know. Partner. <laughs> Roommate. Yeah. Well, she cooked at – they threw out Roy Choi and Rachel Ray and all these – have they gotten there yet? I'm sorry. Yeah, Rachel Ray. Am I jumping? Right. Yep. Okay. Yes. Be- well, Luke mentions that Sarah... Oh, who does the little bunk cake? Sarah Lee has had a bad year. Anna Gardner told her not to come. Right. Yeah. They I'm just all like about name a- check a bunch of people that yeah. I hardly know. But I, I Yeah, like I would think this will be up Anna Gardner's... Uh- oh, my God. I, I love a good Barefoot Contessa uh, mm-hmm. reference. <laughs> So the next thing we see is the fact that uh, uh, Rory realizes there's nobody here to deliver these papers. So mm-hmm. I kind of love the sequence. This boots were made for yep. walking sequence. It's a lot yeah. of fun. It's, it's exactly what you bring Dan- Daniel Palladino in. Just short yep. bits of hilarity. Hijinks. Yeah. He's good at hijinks. Um, okay. Did you see a guy at a, uh, a shoe shine chair? I believe so, yeah. Uh, I don't know who that was, but I think oh. that was a big cameo. I don't know. He looked familiar. I was just wondering if anybody knew who he was. No. 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 Okay. Mark Hamill. Like, who? <laughs> I don't know. Who was it? Ira Glass. I don't know. <laughs> Ira, Ira Glass. Okay. Uh, apparently, the 30-something gang is really into Paul Thomas Anderson and uh, they're getting together for milkshakes. <laughs> Their their I drink your milkshake was just too cheery. It was just too bubbly. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. And they look wantingly at Laurel uh, Rory as she leaves. <laughs> they just want her to be part of the group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, I loved the little moments with Lorelai. She's dancing around the yoga people with the papers. There's the thing where she dumps all the papers in the trash, then she comes. That's touchy. That's not yoga. Oh, whatever. Come on, I, man. I host a Karate Kid Men, and I should know this stuff, but. Um, oh, oh yeah, Jonathan. The east side, west side, confused. Yep. Oh yeah, that. Uh, Jonathan calls to yep. to tell Rory, get mad at Rory about editing his Jungle Book review, and that adjectives are good. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's all the notes. He I had, had dinner that. at Michael Bay's house, and he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> yeah. And then so, we go to to my favorite part and Meredith Lee's favorite part. <laughs> oh, what's that? The they get a Lorelai's. Rory calls Emily. Emily's in bed and doesn't know what time it is or what day. It oh is. no! Oh, I would. I had already moved on to oh, the thing. Sorry, yeah. I didn't even think. I didn't think of that as a scene because yeah, like, it was so. Quick. We'll get to that later. Um. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah, we go to uh, 
the special preview for the musical for the advisors. Lorelai is one of the advisors on the And Meredith, Meredith, please tell them how you feel about this musical. I hate it. I really do. I I love it. I know you love love it. it. I think it is so indulgent. I think it goes on and on and on. It is 10 minutes long. (laughs) That is forever in TV terms. Because you haven't rewatched this a million times. And to be fair, I also didn't, when I was rewatching this, did not remember this was an hour and a half. So I was kind of pissed at this point because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I thought this was an hour. Yep. Oh God! These that's that's the running times on these. I just I don't know. They sh- maybe they should have an hour. It up hour, into, hour would have been fine. Or yeah, edited it down a little bit. Four hours of New Gilmore Girls is more than enough. I don't need six <laughs> yeah. or three. Uh, yeah, six. So uh, we go from my notes are like drunk scummy couple, then turns into pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. we go to Revolutionary War garb. Mm-hmm. And. You are me and what, pants. What did you, you not like? It, was it that it was it that it was unedited and too long? Like yep. these were real scenes. Yep. You'd have been fine if it had been a real quick. Yeah, give me a line or two, but this just kept going. Yeah. And it wasn't good, and we knew it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. And then you know, really, what you're there for is to hear Sutton Foster sing, mm-hmm. which is always a treat. But by the time you get to that, you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm just <laughs> over it. <laughs> And, you know, I, I – and it's almost like they're like, we're in on the joke. Look how annoyed Lorelai is getting. She ran out of, ran out of ink. She, <laughs> she's still – she's commenting on it, the fact that it goes on and on and on. What's next? A kick line? Oh, I'm Nostradamus. You, know? <laughs> you didn't like it ending with ABBA? No. <laughs> and we find I out liked, later – I liked it because it was painful. This was, this was as painful as if The Office had this. <laughs> that's how painful it would have been. And that's why I liked that, I think. Mm-mm. All right. And now, I, yes, also, I, I, mean, I love the gay guy, the with the guy next to him. I forget his name. Sam Pancake. Yeah, and he's just overjoyed about this entire <laughs> process, yeah. which is so wonderful. In heaven. He yeah. loves it. I mean, there's so many Broadway references, so many musical references. Oh, yeah, the rapping and, guy comes out. And the songs are funny, but then when they get to the Putin, Putin, Putin. <laughs> Like, and I know that they're like making, they're like making fun of themselves because they, they reference like small print, you know, cause their eyesight's getting worse because I think they're, the joke is we're middle-aged white people and we're ridiculous, hmm. but how is this, but why, I am just wondering why Lorelai cares so much about this. This is not the most ridiculous thing Taylor has yeah. done. <laughs> Yeah, and it's he made so a museum funny. and got stuck under the horse. I mean, this is <laughs> this is not a this is not ridiculous. This is this for me for the Stars Hollow thing. This is not the most ridiculous thing I've seen. I wish it'd been in the background just and just have it going on in the background, like yeah. Kurt being in that glass box. Never see it. Never see yep. the stuff other than him in it. Yeah, that would have been funnier to for them to just be describing it and us never seeing any of it would have been better. Yeah, like actually. remember that song they talked about Putin? Ooh, you know, like yeah, just say that, that and then move on. Yeah, yeah, but I just feel like they got Sutton Foster, they got Christian Borel, Borel, Christian Borel. They got two big Broadway stars, and they had to make it worth their while. Well, this is what happens when you have an hour and a half and you don't need to edit. Mm-hmm. There's like just let them sing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we could have just cut right to the after scene with the criticism yep. and Lorelai mm-hmm. getting heckled and everybody being like, are you kidding me? It was the most amazing thing we've ever seen. 
That's why it's like the shark in from Jaws. It's better to not see it because then I can just imagine the ridiculous stupidity of it. And instead I had to watch the ridiculous stupidity, which I thought was funny, but you didn't like it. No, I did not. Okay. I, I did not care for it. Steph, did you, did you like it? Cause I'm, 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 I'm with Meredith here. I, I was dying. I was like, and it wasn't good. I was just like, okay, get it. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is self-indulgent. And yeah, like if this was, if this was in any other show and it, we only saw a few seconds of it, I would, it leaves you want more. And then this is, this is the opposite of that. You get like more the, and uh, you, yeah, this this reminds me of the big portrait episode where they all dressed up like famous portraits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we see barely any of it. We only see backstage stuff. We see them in the weird makeup, yep. and every once in a while we see them posed. Yep, but it's not. We never see the actual event really mm-hmm. for more than thirty seconds, maybe. Right. Yeah, I mean, you spend twelve, fifteen minutes at one of their carnivals. That would be like just the worst. <laughs> um. I do like the moment during the critique where Sophie pops up and says, Oh, I have a song and she starts playing. I feel the earth move. Now (laughs) I think it would have been funnier and probably more meta and on the nose if she just played the Gilmore girls theme. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but, uh, Oh, oh, don't worry. We're getting there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, cause uh, don't get me started on the, uh, the book she's writing. You know, we're going to get there, but, uh, yeah. And you know what the name is going to be. You don't have to see the episode. You know what it's going to (sighs) be. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I do like the idea that Carol King like plays one of sure. her like biggest songs, and they're everybody's just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, especially she because gets we to don't pick on herself, you know. We don't get we don't get the theme song in these no. episodes, but we no. do get her. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Violet Sutton Foster confronting Lorelai while smoking, and which was look, look. I remember this at the time. This was huge. This was my stomach, like, jumping out of my chest because these were the two Amy Sherman Palladino leads. Because watching Bunheads, did you, all, did you all watch Bunheads? Yes. Were you as thrilled as I was? I loved parts of it. I thought parts of it were, it was starting to come together when it got canceled. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the character that Sutton Foster played was... Very similar to Lord Like Gilmore. Okay. So it was just it was a thrill to see the two the two lead leading ladies interact. And you know this is another to me it's like this is another thing that's more fun for the Paladinos than it is for me. Like they're mm-hmm. into this actress, they're into musicals uh, that these these two actors uh, have been in, um, and you know. I, I don't care. <laughs> I just, it's, it's just not Gilmore Girls. This is like, oh, they're deciding to make like a ten-minute. Uh, Robin, don't of you know Broadway musicals? That and... New York City is the only city on the planet Earth, and the only city that matters, and the <laughs> world revolves around New York City. <laughs> Did you not know that? Uh, of course, it's a city that never sleeps. Oh, also, the best <laughs> part of this was when Lorelai was questioning uh, the beginning when it was like post-apocalyptic or, so, or I don't know, it was yeah. so bizarre that beginning. And uh, Taylor said that that was from a play that he wrote when he oh, yeah. was Edward Albee, some... his mentor. He dropped, yes. yeah, it turns out he just dropped the script on his table. And, and so because how... he didn't get any feedback from Albert Albee, then 
It must Edward. have been good. Yeah. Oh, whoever. Edward <laughs> Uh All right. We go to the Gilmore house and it's, it's a DAR meeting. And really like my only note for this first part is just like, oh, snobby snobs talking snobbily. <laughs> like, yeah. I why don't they, care. Like, Rory walked in and they all jumped up. We got hair appointments. Like were they didn't want to. <laughs> Were they avoiding Rory? Were they like, oh, here comes trouble. We're getting out of here. I don't know. That's too bad. Weird. They didn't even speak to her. Talk about that. Yeah. She's a member of the DAR? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there's the whole joke where they're getting hung up uh, by Berta, uh, Mm -hmm. who's talking to them. And and it is just so bizarre that Emily is just eating whatever food Berta is serving. She doesn't ask questions. She's not picky. She's not firing her right. for, fi- for feeding her weird stuff. Again, again, okay, Meredith, you weren't here for this before, but in the first uh, Year in the Life episode, we have this whole thing where uh, Emily is uh, – uh, she's allowing these people to move into her house, yep. and then she's allowing them to just take all her clothes, and now and now it's like it's, – They're so multiplying. I felt like, I felt They're bringing like it, cousins I, in. Yeah. And I felt kind of icky because I was like, oh, what are they saying? These, like, you know, minorities are taking uh, taking advantage of Emily. Is this some sort of, like, this is something like the, the plot that I want to really be a part of. Uh, and now it's like, okay, so what are they implying here that Emily is now being, like, <laughs> uh, made to eat things that she doesn't usually eat? And she's some sort of, like... Uh, she's fallen into some sort of uh, fugue state with them. Just she's given up on life a little. Actually, I think I think that I think what you're saying, Jonathan. I agree with initially. I think when that family came in, she had sort of given up. Yeah, and gave herself over to this to this family that ended up being the best thing ever for her. Like she she does find this new life. She doesn't mind a house full of people. Mm. Um, I know that when this first came out, there it got criticized. Mm that nobody could understand what language Berta was speaking. Right. Like there's that joke about, I had somebody from the UN come and they couldn't. Um, but I think, you know, just knowing how it ends, I'm, I'm okay with that character. Okay. Plus it lets Gypsy have more work, which I love. Yeah. I didn't even know it when <laughs> we, we talked about the first one and then Steph, Steph told me, I was like, what? Um, so yeah, yeah. Emily's got a TV in the in the living room, and she's now eating in there with a TV tray. Uh, and Rory encourages her to go out and mingle. Yeah, um, which is a bizarre thing to yeah. for her to say because she just had a house full of her friends there for the DAR meeting. It's not good enough for Rory that. Like, <laughs> and Rory could hang I mean, out with the thirty plus, the thirty something uh, crowd gang, and she's not hanging out with them. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Rory needs to take her own advice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's, so there's another little uh, thing about the gravestone that's going to happen and Lorelai's like, fine, we'll go. But so we go on to the Gazette though. And, uh, Rory, we, we get, uh, uh, Jess, uh, finally showing up in this, uh, Jess, Jess is here. Uh, I was happy to see Jess, Jess the clear. voice of wisdom. Yes. Coming in here. <laughs> He's here to save his mom and TJ from the vegetable cult. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. I, I was like, please let's, I want to see like Jess and Luke, uh, it, just one scene of them rescuing Liz and TJ from this vegetable cult. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, like you said, it's, it is very like, 
the voice of wisdom, like out of nowhere, just decides, mm-hmm. that, just has this great idea for Rory. And it's now like swung the series into this new direction. Like Rory just jumps onto us and this is going to be her thing from here on out. And it's so weird. It's like, I don't know. I wish it kind of, uh, they arrived at this a little bit. Like she'd been thinking about writing something or she'd been thinking about um, her, her mom's life. And, and then just saying something like, well, you should try writing a book about it. You know, it just mm-hmm. comes up with the complete idea and gives it to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this like, had been okay. the end of an episode, if this had been the end of an episode, it would have been say that again, cut to black, <laughs> say that again. The, the one thing I will give Rory props for as a owner of desk whiskey, I can tell you having <laughs> desk whiskey is the greatest thing ever. Now I don't have it at my house. My house has its own. Uh, I have a kitchen of whiskey. I don't keep it at my, uh, I don't keep it at my uh, desk right now, but at yeah. work there is famously a bottle of desk whiskey. Now desk whiskey is different. We also have guest whiskey and guest whiskey sits out and anybody can drink from it when we have drinks at work. But desk whiskey is the good stuff, and it sits by my desk, and it's weighted. We have a bunch of uh, developers and engineers and stuff. They just get really stressed, and sometimes they're like, <laughs> "I'm like, bring it out," and I'll just like, I'll pull out the desk whiskey, and everybody'll have a glass uh, and just sit there and just sip it, and like maybe with an ice cube and just talk. I wish my but work desk whiskey cool. is good. Yeah, well, my office is, is super hip. I don't even go there anymore. So it's, it, it's even more hip now because now we don't ever have to go back. So oh, like I can definitely have desk whiskey all the time. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, if you have desk whiskey by yourself, you need to seek help immediately. This podcast does not uh, condone that. But if you have it with other people all the time, every yeah. day, that's totally fine. I like how she's like, how about some lunch? And then Jess calls her uh, Lou Grant. <laughs> yeah, he's expected to see her chomping on a big cigar. That's a good That's a good reference for a couple of 30-somethings. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a, even know what Lou Grant is. <laughs> yeah. Lorelai calls her Perry White. That's okay. Oh, yes. yes, exactly. That at that least has been that at least at least has been recast by a black man yeah. in 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 the in the most recent century. <laughs> Lou Grant. They have not brought back the Mary Tyler Moore yeah. characters yet. That's they're, definitely an Amy Sherman Palladino yeah, reference. There's only one person left alive from that show, and we love her, but <laughs> no one's going to talk about uh, Lou Grant. Oh, Ed Asner's still around, isn't he? Oh yeah, he is. He was on uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, talk about uh, great references that are timeless. Uh, uh, during their conversation, Rory mentions that Jonathan was uh, suggesting that he uh, that she write a spec script for The Mysteries of Laura. She's like, is that even a show? <laughs> so, oh, it is, the, is that like the, the something of Tara? No, it was that awful show with uh, Grace, uh, Will and Grace. Will and yeah. Grace uh, there was a show. It was a real show. Deborah yeah, Messing. Deborah Messing. It was like she was a investigator, and she was balancing also a, a life also a with mom. kids. And, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, Jess says, "Don't write a spec script like that's beneath you. Television writing's beneath you. You've got a Yale degree." Uh, has Amy, Amy Sherman Palladino or Daniel Palladino written a book yet? <laughs> no. Is that something like they're like uh, commenting on? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jess says that Rory should write a book about her and her mom. And it makes so much sense. And Rory's like, oh my God, yes. 
And I love this little moment uh, where Jess goes outside and hugs Luke and then tosses his hat in the street. I was like, perfect. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that, that, is, <laughs> that is that is great. I'm wondering if that was ad lib. Yeah, I, probably. Because <laughs> he was such a terribly – I hated Jess's character the way he was written on the show. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of Jess. I'm a fan of the actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of Jess. He was way too moody. For like his, you know, they're like going for this edge and it was like, ugh, okay. Like <laughs> well, you're not like that the, edgy. I like the fact that he took the blame for uh, crashing the car when clearly uh, Rory was driving. And the show has never actually said that my theory is true, but it's true. Um, so, yeah, he took the blame. So good for Jess. Uh, yeah, see, I, I like Jess, but I don't know if it's because I prefer dark-headed I'm like I'm more attracted to dark-headed males than I am blondes, and so and of course, yeah. <laughs> but Me which too. Is really, which is right really on because my husband is blonde. It's really funny. Oh, I, I don't oh. like blonde men generally. Yeah, I don't. I like. I'm just more. I'm just more drawn to dark Italian-looking sort of. Mm. Yeah, but. Uh, Logan is Wait, such Italian, a- but but what? But, but but Logan, but I would choose Logan. Ugh. Well, Logan's different. He's sandy blonde. That's <laughs> not. He's not Johnny from Cobra Kai blonde. You know what? I kind of got a little crush on him now too. Yeah, but he's again. That's because I got a, I got a crush on him. I gotta say. <laughs> All right, this is the Cobra Kai. I we can be on that later. That's following he, that's him a different on show. Instagram, and he is very appealing. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. He's a uh, family man. Enough. <laughs> okay. So immediately, uh, this plot has been launched uh, so creakily, but whatever. It, it was done with this great cameo variance. So now we have Rory looking in uh, the old... Macrofiche. <laughs> and finds out that teen mom Lorelai Gilmore coming to town was front page news for the Gazette back in the day. That's weird. It makes yeah, total sense, weird. though. <laughs> The way this well, lives. why would why would Rory's even before conception not be the most important thing in that town? <laughs> As we learned at the going away party for the entire town, <laughs> we hear this very special baby is in Lorelai's tummy, and we're we're <laughs> we're waiting her arrival. Our scribes say she's the she's the she's the special one, and now, the one that has been preordained. Now, what did said a couple of seasons ago? That Lorelai had Rory at the Gilmore's house and left with the baby. That's what I thought. Because yeah. when she went to the Dragonfly Inn, she had a child. That was yeah. always the story. Yeah. yeah, she had the baby and came home with the baby. Yeah, so well, it, the, it says the microfiche makes it seem like she had it in Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't mean to betray it like that. She she wasn't pregnant coming to Stars Hollow. She was she was already a mother. All right. Uh, okay. Well, she was a mother before that, Robin. But the whole the whole show has me totally confused because <laughs> it seems Doesn't like it start it's when you have the baby. Uh, <laughs> so we <laughs> we go back to the Gilmore house and uh, oh yeah, and uh, she's getting busy. Leland Palmer's there. Uh, <laughs> yes, and Jack this Smith. is when 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 your grandmother or your mother, Robin, you probably can attest to this when. You know, like after your dad passed away, was there ever a time when you, oh, your mom, mother? My has mom a- has not dated. That's uh. strange. She, you know, she has good friends, but yeah, she's never. 
She's never put me through that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. When my grandmother yeah, when uh, my grandmother went on a date and it was like it was very distressful for the whole family. It was just <laughs> Maybe she just <sighs> never told me. I don't know. Robin, <laughs> Robin, your Robin, your mother is a sexual being. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. My dad or nobody else. Or nothing. <laughs> and they never had sex ever. <laughs> yeah. I was a miracle baby, much like Rory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did the town come and see you off when you left? <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah, they were trying to get rid of me. Was, the, the police was there. Is that the count as the town? <laughs> yes. The town of police. <laughs> so uh, Jack drives them to the cemetery, and uh, Lorelai's is where I teared mystified. up. I teared yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I know it's fake, and I know it's right. not really his gravestone. I know. Yeah. I was very emotional, and all I could think was. Is I'm watching Gilmore Girls. I'm so happy right now. I'm so <laughs> emotional because Gilmore Girls is on my yeah. tablet. And I first thing I thought was I was like, oh man, she's dead. But she does say a little side like, mom's mom still got your back, dad. I love I love I love that cause she's just a busy by like, let her go do what she wants. Let her let her let her have what she wants. Yeah, let her send this tombstone back a million times if Fourth, it makes her fifth, happy. Yeah, fifth time. Mm-hmm. And I do not understand how Rory can be okay with single quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, you, did you hear in the background the guy's like, well, that third one did fall off the truck. <laughs> I love I love this. The sides on this, these four shows have been great. Like all the stuff in the background. Because it's like this is all, everyone's last chance to do anything. Uh, mm-hmm. so, actually, I read in trivia this guy was uh, a Yale – uh, He's a teacher. A teacher, teacher yeah. yeah. So they brought him, brought the actor in back. English or in uh, journalism, <laughs> philosophy. So uh, Rory first reveals that now she's moving to Queens. Yeah. You know, Brooklyn is yesterday, I guess, and now it's Queens. And now uh, she's writing a book. It's about me and you. And do we fight crime? No, it's about our uh, <laughs> mother-daughter relationship, our journey, uh, and, and it's your journey. And Rory pitches Gilmore Girls to Lorelai. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> and what a boring no, Rory, book. In my mind, there's a song. It kind of goes like this. <laughs> la la la. <laughs> What a boring book. Who would want to read this book? I'd read that book. Uh, about a about a nothing girl who grew up <laughs> privileged because her working mom worked her ass off in a town. The story should be about her. What if about Lorelai? Instead it's gonna be about Yeah, she's gonna talk fast and had a toe of a daughter who just <laughs> glommed onto everything and then anytime she got a job, anytime she earned a job, she turned it down because that's not what she wanted to do. But anytime right, she right. was given a job, she failed at it. Right. Bravo! <laughs> As you can tell, I'm. This is our last episode of Gilmore Girls. We're going to get to talk about, so I have to. I have to get all this out. Uh, uh yeah. So Lorelai seems to have a problem. Well, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like this yeah. reaction. She's just like immediately like leave me out of it. This, this, you could just talk about your own life. Don't don't bring me into it. Like, uh, yep. what are you talking about? You're a huge part of my life. How could you you're my best friend? Yeah. Why would Question. I not? Did Lorelai actually leave Rory in a bucket in a hardware store, or is this like a hypothetical story? I couldn't tell. No, I feel like it's real. Did Emily call Rory Susan for the first two years of her life, too? (laughs) Guaranteed. Because that's even funnier to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, she's just, then Lorelai just goes into the, well, do whatever you want, Rory. Nobody's going to stop you, yada, yada, yada. And I like how Rory's like, you know, we don't do that. This is not us. That's you and your mother. Uh, you're supposed to understand. And Lorelai says, not this time. I can't. Daniel Palladino told me that I'm going to have a huge reaction about this. And, and, and to be fair, and to be fair, it's not like this was, uh, you know, you don't get to, this is how your mother would, would spend this. He's, he's like. Daniel, Daniel, uh, I like to call him Daniel, Danny, (laughs) Danny P is writing this almost like she's like, I'm mad that you would include me because my life is so private. You are the most verbose person in this entire (laughs) town and make everything about yourself. Why would you now not want a book about yourself? So I think there's a huge difference between what they wanted the characters to do and how they got them to that point. I think this whole thing was supposed to be. Lorelai very unsettled by her life. Sure. And that's where we were. And that's where that song gets you at the end. However, all of this other stuff that's supposed to set that up falls flat. It's not good writing. It's the the line of the song. Home is not home anymore. Yeah. And that song is amazing at the Uh end because as she's saying, home is not home. Everything is changing for this person who, where this was her world. It's literally Lorelai's world. It's not, it's not with her mother. Emily Gilmore's life is not her world. This is her world, and it's all changing. Yep. And her daughter wants to write a book about it, how it's changing. Right, and she's not proud of her stuff right now. She is off kilter, so of course she doesn't want it exposed right now. And to be fair, Rory just came up with this idea yesterday because Jessen brought it up. To be honest, let's let's let's. This is not a this is not a vetted idea. Rory could e- easily just not do it. Lorelai's reaction, though, I like. I'm scrolling back in my notes, like, what else was Lorelai even talking about her life, or like she was emotional about Michelle, but mostly she's been like, uh, and and she had a strong reaction to the musical. That's about it. That's all that's been really set up in this episode, at least. Uh, and th- so when Lorelai has this reaction, it is completely just to me out of nowhere. It is <laughs> uh, out of Danny, Danny P's pen. Yeah. Like, uh, Amy probably told him, like, well, listen, we got to wrap. Like, my episode is going to start here. So you need to work your way into leading us at this point. How very George Lucas of them. (laughs) They're just like, all right, well, we have to get exactly to the point. Otherwise, (laughs) completely confused by what's going on in between. And Danny P is like, well, I got this musical plot, right? And then we're going to have Rory Rory doing – Rory running a a newspaper. Uh What else? Emily is directionless. I... So I guess she's leaving the newspaper because she's moving to Brooklyn. <laughs> what is that? Who's going to pay for Brooklyn? Queens. Yeah, well, Brooklyn now. Uh, well, Logan will probably have uh, something set up for her, you know. Oh, of course. Of course. By, you know. Uh, <laughs> is that where they leave that? Is they Are they leaving it where she's his side piece? Uh, uh, where do they leave that? They kind of break no. up. Uh, they do. Is it, is it later on? Yes, it's yeah. later on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so so Rory storms off, and then we go to Luke's, and Luke gets on Lorelai's case about uh, making mm-hmm. a pot of coffee. <laughs> Just like, what are you talking about, Luke? Like, calm it down. It's a pot of coffee. Uh, you're going to waste it? Uh, and then, you know, Lorelai calls him, like, how long are you going to be grumpy? And I'm, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, Luke, what's been your problem? <laughs> Why have you been acting like this strangely? After ten years of being with Lorelai and being happy with her, now all did you sudden, buy her another house and not tell her about it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And they just Why are you start, so stressed? And you know, this stupid thing where like uh, Luke lied about the fact that Emily took him around looking at businesses and Lorelai lied to Luke about the fact that she decided to stay in therapy. These are both stupid things to lie about and also and stupid also, things for them to get mad at each other about. And then he is like so <laughs> suspicious of her. Yeah. And oh, accusatory. sure you're going to therapy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is he one said, of those anti-therapy people? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, if I was Luke, I'd be like, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. So glad. Yeah. Because she says, what do you think? I'm having an affair. I'm having a nooner at 1030. 1030's awful early to have a nooner. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He's just like, he doesn't think that therapy is a thing that she, I don't know, just, just doesn't believe her. That's weird. And then he's like, mm-hmm. we had a deal. We have to keep... I keep my crazy family away from you and you keep your crazy family away from me. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, our lives were set up by you. And I went along with it. And, and he storms out of his own diner. And uh, again, it's just like, I think Amy Sherman was just like, all right, Danny, I just need Luke and Lorelai to have a huge problem. Get us to that point. Um, at the end and at the end of this script that he's writing, he's like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to just hammer us really with yeah, I can get this in some there. heavy drama at the end. Oh, remember those, remember those musicians we've had on set for like a week and a half. I could actually have them do a song. So we'll have the turn here, the emotional turn we need. And I won't even have to write anything. We'll just do a song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, okay, so Rory tells Lane about what happened and then, you know, she has these accidental butt dials with Logan and then, uh, and then Rory says this one thing I was like, oh, she, she said, um, Laurel, I looked at her the way she looks at, uh, grandma. Uh, so, um, but then finally, uh, Rory gets on the phone with Logan and she says that she's upset. She can't call, she can't call him anymore. She's, you know, she's always there and then says, uh, you know, we're breaking up and we can't break up because we're actually nothing. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's great. Too bad she can't do that with Paul. <laughs> but again, uh, that, that did make me think like, is that it for Logan? That's what we got for Logan. Hopefully there's more in the fourth part, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is when Lorelai shows up to, uh, see, hear the song and it's a really sad song. That pulls on Lorelai's heartstrings. It's about not getting the dream that you wanted and this whole... Nope, not getting to kiss the frog. Some people just don't get to kiss the frog. I am not unbreakable. <laughs> and uh, it is a really, really sad song that pulls on your heartstrings. But again, I'm just like, what brought Lorelai to this point where right. all of a sudden she is at like this huge point in her life where she's... Completely, I don't know. I just don't. You had your midlife crisis ten years ago <laughs> yeah. with Luke, and we rectified it by the last episode. That was done. Oh. And then at the end of this episode, you, 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 uh, Meredith brought this up earlier. She says, "I swear to God, I thought that Lorelai has left more than once." And we were like, "I don't think they. She actually has left physically anywhere, but it feels like this is always what she's done: is leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is, because is get, she drives around." There was one, when was it when she broke up with Luke, when Luke wouldn't marry her? So she goes to yep. Christopher. Christopher, yeah. Right. She goes, but she goes and gets Rory at, at the apartment and they get in the Jeep and they drive around and then they run out of gas. Yeah, it's always about Lee. Oh, no, that's the one where she left Max Medina. 
Oh, that's yeah, where she left Max Medina. Yeah. If she does, she she flees these things. She leaves, and, and, and she's passed. Can you imagine ten years into our marriage? I just say I'm going to go away for a little while. <laughs> no, after I made you work at my fucking job well, for a month because I wouldn't hire anybody. This this <laughs> end, I'm mad this end scene, I think, between Luke and Lorelai says so much. Like, if I went to Jonathan, I'm like, you know, we need to talk. <laughs> He's not going to be like, I guess you're leaving. Like that wouldn't be the first, you know. But I think you know, Luke sees her come in. He's like, she's gone. Yeah. Also, well, it's also, like, she's okay. she was reading the book Wild. Have y'all? I've, I I've don't read, seen the movie, but the movie is great. And the movie did speak to me. Like at the end of the movie, I was like, I'm gonna go <laughs> hike the Appalachian Trail because I'm going through a midlife crisis. Did you do it? No, of course not. <laughs> it lasted like ten minutes. Well, see, but I like, thought this episode was going to do that. I thought she was going to say, "I'm leaving," and he was going to be like, "No, you're not." We're in a relationship, and this is us, and we're going to talk this yeah. out. That's how I thought this episode would end. It didn't. Nope. This ending was insulting to our intelligence. The fact that, yes, I did notice that she was reading Wild uh, just because the title caught my eye because I've seen the movie. I, I noticed mm-hmm. that she was reading in the pool. Where the fuck does this come from that she's decided, oh, no, I'm actually going to go walk the precipitate? Yeah. She hasn't talked about it. She hasn't mentioned nothing sets up for this at all. You just told me at the beginning of the episode you don't like being outside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? I mean, if I came home and said that to Jonathan that I was going to go do that, he would take me to the hospital so fast, (laughs) assuming I had some sort of tumor. No, no. First, I would look at you and make the jerk-off motion go, okay. (laughs) Why'd you go? Why don't you just go? Okay. I'll pack your bag for it. Let me get your boots. You don't have boots. I would be literally like, oh. you know, I'm not going to carry your bag for you, right? Yeah, you schlep your own shit around. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was just like Luke really is not like Luke is not like. What are you talking about? Like this is us. Like we have to talk this out. Or, or no, this anything. is us. Is a different show. Jess is on that one. <laughs> yeah, Jess is on that one. This, you know, what are you doing to our relationship? Anything like that? No, he just like goes along, goes down the list of questions like, you're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. What would you do with this? Like basically like leaning into her about she's just a spoiled person that couldn't possibly do this. And it just. That's the wrong thing to do. So stupid. And then finally he's like, why? And then she's like, because it's never or now. And I was like. Did that come from that fucking song? Or you own an inn, you own a successful (laughs) inn, and your and your highest paid employee wants to leave so you can make more money. Please tell me how your life is getting worse. I just and everyone loves you in this town. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the thing that I love the most. Yeah, your daughter's a bit of a mess. (laughs) And she's back, as we know. So maybe you could do something. But she's moving to Brooklyn, so it'll all be good. Yeah. I yeah 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 I, I pissed it pissed me off I'm, and when I watched it again it pissed me off again at the end so that's what I was saying uh, before we taped I said I have a whole range of emotions I <laughs> I'm blinded by the thirty plus gang yeah. I am I'm sad for the loss of Mr Gilmore and then I am I'm happy with the stupid songs and musicals yeah. so mad at the end so I'm like yeah. don't do this, Paladino. I hate to leave this podcast on on a bummer uh, today, but uh, I really have nothing more to say about this. I'm pissed, and nope. uh, I, I hope pissed. The, I hope the fourth part does some sort of something. That it, better. You know, 
I like the last one. I, I really don't care do. if you're pissed, Robin. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, it's now see. or never, Robin. What are you going to do, Jonathan? If it's you not obviously now, want, never. You obviously want to be on a podcast. Who's going to record it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a good way to end this one. This one was yeah. one that I think you're like, you got this. This is your uh, this is your attack of the clones. This is your, you got to land this. You got one more. I'm setting the whole thing up. You better, I swear to God, you better land this thing. I don't know where we're going, but I'm yeah. mad. Yeah, this is I, like, I really, I really like parts of the last one. Parts of the last one have, I remember coming have away a with little a good, bit of magic. In. I, come, I come away with a good feeling. Yeah. I'm like, they ended it well. Well, I think it's just this double block. Like now we've gotten three hours of Daniel Palladino's version of the Gilmore Girls and you know, fine. Uh, and now hopefully we'll get, I'm, I'm assuming Amy Sherman Palladino yeah. does the last one. So <laughs> you'd hope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else, uh, to say, but I think we could probably wrap it up there. Steph, are you good? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all spent. <sighs> Jeez. All right. Well, we'll be back in the fall and uh, definitely want to thank the Howls for dropping by these past few seasons uh, to lend uh, their wisdom on the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Can't wait for just... Sex and the City. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. It's never. It, that is never. That is never. That's oh, not now. <laughs> but it's a po- now listen, there's, here's a podcast idea. Okay. Problematic television series. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, uh, a free podcast is doing problematic favorites. They did uh, a, a, like Ace Ventura movies that like you're like, yeah, the gay panic and yeah. the transphobia yeah. in that movie like doesn't. I, I would definitely do a podcast where it's like you know characters that are supposed to be beloved. Yeah. In television shows that are complete garbage. Yeah, we could do we could do the White Shadow. Yeah, that's what you're going to say? That can't be good. The Cosby Show? The Cosby Show. <laughs> the whole Cosby Show. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, yeah. Basically, you do every show where they Seventh Heaven. Any show where the guy turned out to be a pervert. You can just, just oh, do... Oh, ooh, pervert dads. That's what you call the podcast. And it's just podcasts about dads. My pervert dads? My, my, TV, my two my, pervert dads. My two TV pervert dads. Or, yeah, my, yeah my, my, two, my two pervert Jonathan dads. Jonathan will fine-tune this. And, and by the end of the night, you'll have a solid... Solid title. I would, okay. and I have a T-shirt that says "Pervert Dads." I love pervert dads. You wear that to school. It says the podcast at the bottom. What do you think? Really small. Yeah, podcast? really small. Says the podcast at the bottom. A- ask me about my pervert dads. Yeah, ask me about yeah. my pervert dads. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would uh, actually... look for that on the feed, everybody, and <laughs> not this feed, just a feed, just somewhere. Feed. Dark uh, web. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. And uh, Steph, Steph we'll, we'll see you next week for, for, for fall. For the last one. Yeah. All right. La, 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 la,